clinically pressed short. It is also a little bit of a clinical insight. Uh, we are talking about a, what we are reading in the book we are looking at is Desk Bound by Kelly Starrett. If you've paid attention to anything I've put out through some clinically pressed stuff or total athletic therapy when the blog was up and running, I'm personally a pretty big fan of Kelly Starrett, uh, the PT who uh, used to run San Francisco CrossFit at Mobility Wad on YouTube, which is now the Ready State. Highly recommend checking that out for all your kind of at-home self-care, self-mobility needs. But that's also really the reason I liked uh, so much of what he does is because it is self-care, everything you can do on your own um, for the most part and relatively affordably. Um, so he is also the author of The Supple Leopard. Um, he has two editions of that and Ready to Run. So if you're thinking about getting into running, that is also a great resource. A, talking about some running mechanics and some things you can do to help be successful at it. But B, just some really uh, good mobility stuff to help uh, along the way as well. But Deskbound, um, I've actually been sitting on this book for two years. Finally forced myself to sit down and read it. Was not disappointed. Um, this comes a little bit after the huge trend that was the standing desk and sitting as a new smoking. And while none of that stuff has actually changed, some of the popularity about talking about it has shifted. So this, I thought this was a good time to get back into it. And so really this book covers so much about why sitting can be so detrimental to our health does talk a little bit about you know the different things that it can do to you physiologically but mostly he focuses musculoskeletal as that is his area of expertise a couple stats he threw out that i think were really interesting um one is that there's almost a billion dollars spent in treating back pain a year in the US um, and then 20 billion dollars worth of employer costs treating carpal tunnel syndrome and a lot of that can be because of the repetitive motion the repetitive sitting the long-term sitting you know some of those things are going to happen obviously um, but yes it is uh, something that is really alarming when you see that uh, the CDC has looked at we are spending 75 cents of every health care dollar on chronic conditions linked to sedentary behavior behavior that's related to obesity diabetes and heart disease just to name a few again those things do just happen so it's not necessarily if you do this then this it all goes away but I think some of the numbers just really are eye-opening when it comes to that so a lot of people you know if you are stuck in a desk bound job you know talk about well i do exercise and that's great and obviously we want to keep doing that we encourage that um but it's not always necessarily enough because again while you're only exercising for an hour hour and a half two hours a day you may be spending seven eight plus hours between work and home sitting and this can really still cause a problem with your mobility and the tissues that you're using with. Uh, one of the great um, things that I thought Kelly Sarah had done is just kind of as another, you know, huh, that really makes you think about it is, you know, if you look 
at a how we just developed and evolved as humans you know our feet um, most people's feet are not super smooth and super soft they get callus build up they're a little more rough and gritty because they are meant to be weight-bearing surfaces same things hands can be the same way obviously we aren't weight-bearing on our hands on a daily basis but through our evolution um, from chimps and whatnot that it still is kind of within our gene pool beyond that he goes if you look at the tissues and the surface of your glutes and your butt and your you know your upper hamstrings those are not meant to be weight-bearing surfaces uh, at least in the long term they're not meant to be that tissue and everything that's set up there is not set up to do that so he gives four basic guidelines that were really useful you know reduce optional sitting in your life this could be you know obviously looking at home how much you're sitting on the couch he does recommend if you are going to sit if you can get on the floor get into a lotus position or work on your mobility to get there that is a personal goal of mine but even just cross-legged um, as you take a little bit of the points of contact off of different tissues and sit a little bit more on the bones of your pelvis for every 30 minutes you are deskbound move for two minutes that's setting breaks to get up and move around that's doing something in your office mobility wise if you can optimize position and mechanics whenever you can that's a really nice thing about how we approach this is he gives you all the tools to be successful at a standing desk or different versions of standing desks and he kind of gives as many options as they could come up with to really get you into a good position in any of those uh, specific things but also understanding that it may not be possible for everyone so there are alternatives with stools um, other things you can do if you can get a standing desk to try and help the transition to getting to that standing position um, lastly he does give some ideas if you have to sit if you are just desk bound and there's no way you can get a standing desk option or whatever it may be so he's not just telling you to stand and saying just standing alone is it it's a great first step but really to optimize that standing position and make sure that you are getting the most out of it and then the guideline four is performing 10 to 15 minutes of daily maintenance on your body and that's consistent across all of his books it's not just um focusing on desk bound but utilizes that with athletes um just the everyday athlete as well um another great thing about this book and how it ties into the rest of his is he talks a lot about just the basics of trying to get into good position uh, in your spine through your shoulders how important external rotation is in your shoulders and hips to maintain good strong posture the importance of spinal stability and keeping it in alignment and how much of that benefits things so you're really getting a full spectrum of things that you can work on from this book not just telling you to stand up and uh, that will solve all your problems so talks about hundred year shoulders different faults um, different things along those natures that are highly worthwhile again like i said um, talks about all the different workstation options from your shoes to where your monitor is which is something i adjusted i'm fortunate enough to have a standing desk option but i did do a lot of 
tweaking in terms of how I actually stand at my standing desk to make sure part of it was making sure my monitor was in the correct position. Optimizing the shooting mechanics. This is also something that I'm currently working on as my hips do not move the way that they should um, or how I would like them to. So that is something I am currently working on to optimize as well. But if I, I do need to sit in a chair because I had a workout the day before or that day that my legs are a little tired, um, I do utilize um, some of his tips to make sure that I'm doing the most I can there to not have them a lot of detriment to what I'm trying to do. A couple things that I'm just going to leave this with. Um, one is he talks about some range of motion things and how sitting can really shorten up the anterior side. He also has a great video on YouTube if you want to go and do the sitting um, and desk mound uh, search around the ready state or mobility wide. You won't regret checking those out. Which is a couple quotes that caught my eye on it. And, you know, one is, it, it says, it's simple. The better your mechanics, the less body maintenance you have to do. When it comes down to it, it is that simple. Practically, not always that easy, but well worth it if you can get yourself to really focus on that. And it can potentially save you some work on the back end. Last one is, you don't need to be heroic. You just need to be consistent. And I think this is one that really hits home, not just for this book and the desk-bound person at work or the desk-bound athlete or just athletes in general, is it doesn't all get fixed right away. Consistency is going to make such a big difference in doing this and really help change the tissue and make things move better and become more supple, as he talks about in The Supple Leopard. So... That one really hits home of consistency will get you to where you want to be. It's just making sure you're building that out in your life if that's truly something that you're wanting to focus on. So with that, that's a what we are reading with the book Deskbound by Kelly Starrett. It's textbook style-ish, reads very easy, can easily bro be broken up into sections. If you're not looking to get the book, um, I highly recommend his YouTube channel, The Ready State. He's got some great sitting, desk-bound stuff there. That's a great place to start. They're four to five minutes long. Going to give you some decent information about the kind of the background on it without getting into too much depth, but then also give you a lot of practical ways that you can address it and apply it to your life immediately. So with that, check out Deskbound, uh, and we'll be back next week with some more insights and other things from Clinically Pressed.